What up, Flapjacks? <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Real Talk About the World of Fandom. I'm Jesse. I'm Allie. <laughs> and I'm broken. <laughs> I'm Rob. What's up? Oh, man. So we are coming back to the airwaves to welcome everybody to 2021 um, yeah. and talk about what's going on in the world of fandom because, as far as I know, nothing particularly interesting happened in the wider world in January 21. Seemed pretty uneventful. Month, right? Oh yeah, I mean, the, I mean, January twenty twenty one is that scene with Superman at the bar with like a five o'clock shadow, just done with everything. Like, was- give me a whiskey, even though it's gonna burn through my system like the sun. <sighs> Whatever. It was, it was supposed to be like you know twenty twenty one the unfucking, but instead it was refucking. <laughs> So, yeah. that was i feel like that was the post-credit scene from a marvel movie where like right. everything's over but then they just you had to get slapped with something unexpected yes. here comes baron zemo's bitch ass what do you want dude <laughs> shit yeah Thanos so, too? is that galactus what the fuck <laughs> yeah they need to do some more with galactus he's been underused but uh yeah so January, we uh, didn't do any shows in January. All of us had a bunch of crap to do, holidays and everything, but we're happy to be back and catch up on what's going on. Um, how are, uh, how, I don't know why I still ask this question, but how are y'all holding up, Allie and Rob? Uh, I'm Atlas, so I'm like holding right. up the planet on my shoulders. Uh, I ain't shrugging for shit. Um, mainly I'm, just to, to spite that damn Ann or Ayn Rand. Apparently, I can't speak, and also people with the last name Rand are not my favorite. Sorry, <laughs> if any of you are named Rand, you're all on a list. You're gonna get a stern letter and a talking right. to you, no, no finger wagging. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rob. No, you're <laughs> what were you gonna Rand. say? <laughs> no, Another um, person, but if your name includes Rand, you do have to prove yourself. You do. Uh, like you have to do like all kinds of things. You got to jump through hoops. Got to ask their questionnaire. That's Tell right. us your favorite color. Um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I think I think like everybody else, I have a touch of PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a bit of survivor's guilt. Yeah, and um, just trying to kind of reconstruct everything and, and reevaluate everything because a lot of us went through some of the hardest, you know, bits of our it was a trial, the hard bit, hardest bits of our lives over the past four years. And you know, when it wasn't the hardest, it was magnified times times a hundred. So, I think I'm, I think I'm with kind of everybody else who are kind of just getting over the burnout, trying to rise from the ashes like the phoenix, and um, and keep mm-hmm. going. How about yourself, Allie? Yeah, about the same. Um, I think that uh, I had not quite realized how much um, I was channeling my energy into uh, political stuff, right. um, both mm-hmm. actively and passively, sadly, yeah. even when I tried to get away from it. Um, but I was doing a lot of activism stuff. And um, when that went away, then I had to look at the world. <laughs> And so I've decided that looking at the world's a bad idea and I am reading and listening to a lot of books and making as much art as possible, which is not something I was doing before. So, Hey, at least something good's happening, I guess. Explosion of creativity. Yeah. Yeah. This is my catharsis. How about you, Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same. Seems like I've been seeing a lot of folks, uh, you know, made it through 
2020 and then thought like, okay. And, and then like, once everyone was able to actually relax a little bit, there was like, I feel like the people who held it together the best over that time had the biggest crash. Yeah. So, uh, kind of wanted to point that out that because there are a lot of people who really did hold it together and are, you know, pretty, pretty tough folks um, who right now are kind of going through some of the worst of it because they are able to go through it yeah. now. So um, if anybody's listening, who's, you know, managed to hold it, hold it together pretty, pretty well as well as you could and are now feeling that executive dysfunction or depression or unto, even, even feeling feelings you can't really quantify or name. Um, that's really going around. A lot of people right. are dealing with yeah. that exhaustion and, and delayed pain and delayed emotional trauma and things like that. So you're definitely not alone in it. Um, it's, it's going around with the, through a whole lot of folks right now. I think we're all going to be fine, but January really kind of steamrolled 60% of the people I know. Right. <laughs> we're all kind of trying to scrape ourselves off the pavement at this point. Um, He's talking to one of them. <laughs> exactly. uh, but we do have, you know, since we, we, we've been entertaining ourselves with new stuff that's coming out and there is some pretty cool news over, yes, you know, from is. January and February. So figured we'd do a little roundup of, uh, cool stuff that's going on that people that are of like minds to us might enjoy. Um, one of the things I'm most excited about this is by the time this airs, which should be on Wednesday, the uh, Black Panther Tales of Wakanda story collection will be yes. published and available for purchase and pickup. Uh, yes, release date is Tuesday, February 9th. Um, anybody who doesn't know about that uh, yet, <laughs> it's uh, Black Panther Tales of Wakanda is a story collection featuring 18 stories in the world of Wakanda. It's really a, just an all-star cast of writers who put this together. Yes. We're especially excited because five of the 18 authors are people who have either been guests on Glitchy Pancakes and or guests of Multiverse Convention. Um, yes. I want to shout them out real quick. Maurice Broadus, Milton J. Davis, Kyoko M., L.L. McKinney, and Sheree Renee Thomas. Everybody on the list of authors for this thing is amazing. We just happen to, I think we can allow ourselves to be a little partial to those five. They're year one glitchy pancakes and, and multiverse alum. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to give them, but I mean, I, I can't, I look, for, I can't wait until it actually drops. Um, uh, more in the world of comics is uh newbie drop. It's by LL McKinney. Right. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Like, um, yeah, if you're not on that, be on that. Um. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I had intended to pre-order that at my local bookstore and I forgot to do it. So I'm going to go get that tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. I still got to pick up my copy too. Uh, L has shared, uh, L.L. McKinney who wrote it is, uh, has shared some of the art and everything from it. Yes. And I mean, I never had any question about the quality of the writing. We all know she's, she's great. Uh, right. And the art matches it so nicely. Yes. The cover with like, did you see the cover with the shiny silver, um, uh, of course I did. Bracers, like, oh my oh, God. Wow. Like coolest yes. looking covers. Um, the art just looks amazing. And she's really bringing this character, you know, back into the modern world in, in a big way. I think there's, you're going to be hopefully seeing a lot more of Nubia. So Great. that's awesome. So just congratulations to everybody yeah. involved. I mean, we got a, we got a, uh, we got a new Batman in Future State. Yeah. Uh, Tim Fox. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of things are happening. A lot of things are happening. It's, it's really, really kind of, flash forward and and pretty cool um and freaking i just found out that mcguire's spider gwen is actually <laughs> you know um the, the symbiote is, is getting a carnage really? and the carnage is going to be mary jane watson what? so that's exciting is i just found that out yesterday 
And I was I did like, not do that. Well, I'm going to have to see if I can get me a couple of signed copies of that. Because you mentioned, uh, mentioned Sean McGuire. Is she, yes. is she writing this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. She already had written yeah, some of the, the Spider Gwen stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm glad yeah. she's doing more. Looking know. at my diecast Spider Gwen right here in, mm. over on my table, my, on my desk. There you go. <laughs> yeah, oh, and that, I guess while we're, uh, since we were talking about um, Black Panther stuff too, the uh, I had heard that there was going to be a, a, a TV series that um, it's going to be coming to Disney Plus. Mm. And that was exciting on its own. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty cool. I'm glad they're really, you know, fleshing out the, the universe and fleshing out Wakanda even more. Be interesting to see that what they do with, uh, with the other characters, you know, they can put some more focus on some, on the other characters um, that are part of that story. And then I found out who's uh, directing and running it. And that was, I, I could not be happier. Ryan Coogler. Uh, oh, yay. Yes. Right. That's the reaction I had. I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's perfect. Uh, yep. Because I was just so impressed with what he did with the movie. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, I've, I've gone back and I, re- I watched it again a couple of weeks ago. I think I do about every few months. I'll go back and just check it out. It's one of my favorites of the Marvel movies. And every time it's like, I get a new sense of how he, things he did as a director that like choices that he made that I just don't know that anyone else would have made those, uh, would have made those choices. And they're all things that worked, you know? Right. It's like it's subtle, but he just I don't know. I'm excited to see what, what Ryan Coogler can do with a TV show, you know, given because then he's got more than a couple of hours to explore it. You know, we'll have seasons to work with the big story arcs. And it's right. lovely to see someone who has done such a good job with the movie getting to continue the same universe so that it's I don't know. I get I sometimes get annoyed by the, the incontinuity, I guess. Right. Is that even a word? Um, oh. We're going to pretend it's a word if it's not a word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We throw it in an lexicon there, so it's not right, guys. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to see this. You didn't want to see Ryan Coogler just knock it out of the park with the movie, and then they hand over the TV yeah. to David Benioff and DB Weiss or oh, God. <laughs> JJ Abrams or somebody. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Don't, don't even. <laughs> don't you even invoke that, Jesse? Jeez. I was, say, I was gonna say Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm well, not gonna just give those particular people a hard time, but you get the idea. Like that would have been super disappointing. So happy yeah, to see Ryan yeah. Coogler still at the helm of this. Yes. Well, you know, it's I think uh, the way television and, and just the way that um, the way people, you know, people used to be, oh, I'm going to do movies or I'm going to do TV or I'm going to, and then the trailblazers who actually did both. And then, you know, some directors would, you know, guest direct, you know, TV yeah. spots, but then like you have Ron Howard, who was just not afraid to do a lot of stuff yeah. at any given time. So the whole, the whole, you know, I'm a, I'm a movie director of, 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 actual film versus a movie director of like you know television shows that changed a little bit i think disney is boosting and putting a lot of money in that into that and, mm-hmm. and betting a lot on x you know your favorite uh, john favreau and you know he did iron man and now he's you know involved with mandalorian and other stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's kind of changing the the game a little bit but um i'm still uh wondering if with all the money that they're throwing at that if they're throwing any of that money to alan dean foster because they still need to pay him yeah darn straight that's what i was about to bring up i was about to say i'm excited about all that what i really love to see from disney is them pay people for the work they've done oh i forgot (laughs) we're we're not gonna forget about that no if you if he if he if he gave me something fantastic as star wars novels and alien and Mm -hmm. i just want to make sure the guy gets paid you know what's right is right 
It's not, right. it's I mean, not, how much, we don't have to explain it. Yeah, it's we don't like, have to go down that rabbit hole again necessarily. But I mean, this is the guy that wrote the novelization of Star Wars before right. A New Hope came out. Like, yes. Yeah. And can you not just can you not just toss the dude his, his due? You're you're Disney. Like you got that shit. In you a bank. Like, that money. You can afford it. Why would yeah. you not do this? Your toilet paper costs more than that money. Oh God, it's just so that's uh, it's greedy, and they need to fix it. So yeah, we're yes. not dropping that. We're not letting that go. <laughs> never, not ever, not never. Same with Amazon, right? With the 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 whole uh, or audible Amazon. Same with all of them. Fix that yeah. issue. Yes, we're yeah. still on our shit, people. We're still yeah. on our shit. That's we're right. still on it. Uh, and I think that the uh, Audible did the exact minimum amount possible. So they're reporting one line of returns, but basically it's only the returns in the last seven days and it's only in one column, if I remember correctly. So, um, right. Yeah, we're going to have to get some people to comment on that. Let us know if you got mm-hmm. any updates with any of the stuff that we're talking about. Um, yeah. If you've got any, any updates, um, yeah, please let us know so we can follow up with those updates. Yeah, we got to stay on top of those because we got to stay on top of it. As like Ali said, they're doing like they do the bare minimum. It's it's the bare minimum they can get away with that hopefully, I believe, in their minds will just get people to stop talking about it so much. Yep. Right. You know, they're That's just right. really trying to shift focus somewhere else and be like, Yeah, we fixed it. By the way, look over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, face it, I mean, we we all use Amazon for mm-hmm. various reasons. Yep. We do. We all enjoy Disney products and stuff like that for various reasons. If you want us to keep enjoying it without having to feel shitty and, and not actually wanting to use it do what's right by people it ain't that hard right and we've talked you know when we've done episodes on those things before we have offered people alternatives too you can get your audio books elsewhere you know you can you can get there's plenty of entertainment out there you know if you uh you know recognize the unfairness of all that what they have done to the point where you want to boycott them you will not be the only ones doing that Um, right i definitely get audio books from other places now yeah Yeah, i i don't well i mean i'm still using amazon because god knows I'm trying, y'all, but <laughs> what, what, um, what, what can we do? Have, yeah, I mean, they really do have a, a monopoly on things. Right. Um, right. The uh, instead of Audible, I have been using um, a a service called Chirp, which I think we mentioned on the John Harkness episode, um, yes. and it's fantastic. I love it. It's great. Right. They have good prices. Um, they have frequent sales, and I cannot recommend it more. Um, and yeah, I got rid of my Disney stuff. So, um, sure. Okay. I don't, this 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 proper adulting crap sucks. Um, <laughs> by the way, because I also had to redo all like my basement was all Harry Potter themed. Oh no. Um, and I can't do that now. Like no. I can't even look at it and not be disappointed. So I just oh, had to replace man. all of that. So mm-hmm. now I'm telling you that if I find out that the people on over the garden wall or oh, no. um, uh, the, what we do in the shadows, people come out and are awful that I'm going to have to just like, I don't know. I'm just going to paint everything, everything black. <laughs> <laughs> As we were talking about Amazon, I want to apologize everybody because that echo dot went off. And that just lets you know, unless you know that there is a, a, a microcosm that you have to deal with in each household. And this that's one of them. That's yep. one of them. Maybe that's what we need to start doing whenever we want to sell, like whenever we want to hype up somebody's book or whatever, is we can just start yelling out, like, I'm not going to do it right now, but start yelling out the name of that uh, digital assistant and then saying, mm-hmm. you know, order Nubia issue one. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, wait, what just happened? And then they it get will. a confirmation. Yeah. You know? yeah. So we will lose, we will lose customers depending on what they get in the mail. And hopefully they'll get something that they freaking enjoy if it's newbie one. Enjoy that. Randomly Please. pop up, tell your digital assistant to order you something for you, and then just be like, but just hold on, just hear us out. Just wait till it gets there in the just mail before you're mad at us. Like read right. it and then tell us read. if you wish we hadn't done it. After, and that's and how goes, glitchy pancakes went out of business because <laughs> they got sued. <laughs> no, you that was the go. idea that killed glitchy pancakes. That's right. Well, they, they're gonna go and they're gonna read it and they're gonna go follow L L O on Twitter because mm, yeah. um, she does put out some fun. Oh, she's she, a is, yeah. she is the bomb and everybody yeah. that, we, that we we've dealt with here so far has been really good yep. um, to us for giving us their time and has been really good i know we went over this last year <laughs> early i know we did this but i'm really appreciative to the people that we've had on i really really am yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah. super cool i really really am and, and i, can't, everybody I look forward to what cool. we got going on i'm sorry jesse i didn't mean to steamroll you there buddy no, that's fine, man. I was just, uh, I was going to, you know, thank everybody who's uh, listened last year and still is. I wanted to, uh, something real quick that we had touched on last year was um, if you're listening and liking what we do, leaving reviews, it's, it's a lot like for books. If you leave reviews on iTunes, especially, or wherever else um, you get your podcast, just take a minute and, you know, write us a quick review. That can get us in the algorithm that gets us in front of more people. So um, reviews are, are really helpful. If you uh, would like to leave us one, we'd sure appreciate it. Please um, and thank you. Just wanted to throw that in while we could. Um, yes. I have a question for y'all, and this is a this is not a rhetorical question, although it sounds like one. Um, <laughs> this, this is literal an actual question. Can we talk about Wandavision? And I, I'm asking because no. I don't know whether you two have watched it yet. I have not watched okay. it, um, right. and so I have avoided spoilers as yet. If you would like to talk about this, I can leave the room momentarily. <laughs> no, I, I, I am back to. We'll, we'll let you catch up and give it. It also okay. hasn't been that long since the most recent episode came out. I don't think we're past the spoiler embargo yet. No, so, yeah. Well, yeah. the problem with the problem with Wanda Vision and the spoiler embargo is how it actually comes out. So, I can't. I have been. I've. I've actually adopted a new spoiler rule. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to discuss it in public. But if people want to discuss it with me, they can start a chat group. And I'll jump in there and I'll discuss it with them, with everyone who's caught up to certain, you know, uh, to the episodes. That makes sense. I usually, I, I just don't, dis- I won't discuss it openly on social media. I might make a, make a comment or a mention to it saying, you know, I like it. I'm really enjoying it, but it's extremely vague. And I try not to do that because I know there are people like working nurses, shift work people. Mm-hmm. And people who just don't have the time to catch up with a few episodes, they might be a two, one or two behind. And I would hate to ruin it for them. So I've been I've been doing that. Now the next episode or next two episodes we do, once we get three episodes up, I think we can discuss the first three episodes. Yeah, yeah. I think we just need a little more time. I just I want right. to want to go dive into it and be like, hey, so what about when this happened? And because there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot to dive into. A lot of people don't even see. I went back and, and watched each episode four or five times, <laughs> just just to get all those little things. And there, we can there. we can shelve it for right now. It is it's yes. too soon, especially since some of the more important stuff has happened very recently on the last yes. episode. So too we'll just, soon. let's skip that for now. We'll, <laughs> okay, all right. Want to hear about one division? We'll talk about it once everybody's caught up and enough time. <laughs> or or if you want to if you want to if you want to contact uh, either me or myself or Jesse, uh, who are caught up. Yep, I'm caught up. Fully called up, and you want to discuss it with us? 
we're going to give you our information after this episode, like we do after all of our episodes. Yep. So then you can bombard us with uh, things you would like to talk about with the show. For sure. For sure. Um, so if you're uh, putting WandaVision to the side, if you're looking for entertainment, if you're looking for stuff to read, because I have had, I had a lot of people asking me recently for recommendations on, on what to read. So I think a lot of people have actually managed to make a, um, a decent, some decent headway in their TBR piles. Which, as you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, is just the worst thing we can imagine because we <laughs> believe in TBR piles stretching to the sky. So um, I wanted to point out, we can, we'll put a link to this in the show notes. The Locust Recommended Reading List for 2020 is out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really good source. I mean, there's really nothing better than your local bookseller or your friends who uh, understand you for recommendations. But generally speaking, the Locust Recommended Reading List is quite good they got novels under science fiction and fantasy ya horror novels uh, first novels short story collections anthologies you know just whatever you're looking for um they kind of curate what they think are the best ones um some of our some of our friends and and folks that ended up on there too they uh give a shout out under um under anthologies to the slay stories of the vampire noir anthology edited by uh, nicole gibbons kurtz um, but there's just a ton, a ton of stuff. <clears throat> there is plenty on there. It really um, seems to run the gamut pretty nicely of uh, mm-hmm. like a wide variety of what's out there. It's not like straight down the middle mainstream science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Um, pretty broad spectrum. So we'll we'll link the Locust recommended reading list. And if you weren't aware of that, that's a good place to keep going back to to find good stuff to read. Yep. Yeah. Well, Jason's got all the information. So yeah, you can yeah. harass him more <laughs> and get home. He he will literally um make your make your life hell with fantastic items. He's like <laughs> a man who sits in the corner at the bar with the the goods and the, he has the trinkets, man. He's got the information. <laughs> I, I walk around you know. with, a, with a, a trench coat like a Sesame Street character with all of the books strapped inside it. Secret squirrel, secret squirrel just popped up right in my head as soon as you said yeah. trench coat. I always things. thought thanks to thanks to Sesame Street or wherever it was I saw that I I grew up thinking that anything illegal that I ever wanted to buy it was yeah. to me by somebody who had it inside a trench coat. Right. I, I think that was a combination of uh, of um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. That's quite possible. And uh, just those cartoons. I think there was a villain. There's always been villainous guys and trench coats. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Every time I've seen every uh, alliteration of um, Jack the Ripper, there was always a long coat. Uh, right. The, because know. they didn't want you to be able to see him because they don't know who he was. <laughs> right. Long coat, large collar. Right. Yes. Hackling, you know. Spy versus spy. <laughs> yeah, spy versus spy. There you go. See? There you go. Mad uh, yeah. TV. Oh, those. yeah. I, lost, I had such a great collection of Mad magazines for the longest time. No idea. Y'all, I subscribed my son to it and he never touched it. Like I was sitting, you know, last year, I'm sitting there going through them and laughing my butt off. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> it doesn't translate generationally. I loved it. Growing yeah. Up. I'll send you the subscription next time. You might enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah. Got a birthday so, if I can never remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, a couple of other people uh, that, that we are friends with or who've been guests were also on that Locus uh, list. The uh, uh, Lisa Yasik, along with Isaiah Lavender III, um, have the literary Afrofuturism in the 20th century uh, book yeah. that came out, which I just ordered my copy of that one. So I'm super excited. Um, right. And uh, Nine Bar Blues, uh, mm. Sheree Renee Thomas. Yep. She's 
kind of killing life right now. <laughs> With the harpoon. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? Like, um, and then uh, this one is not someone we've had on, but this was a really fun one. Um, this is a sort of, uh, it is a collection of tales uh, by Julian K. Jarbeau. It's called Everyone on the Moon is Essential Personnel. Hmm. And okay. it's got like, body horror fairy tales and catholic cyberpunk um uh all, all sorts of craziness you did catholic cyberpunk i did okay <laughs> why have we not had this person on our i just podcast? read it mm. <laughs> like literally just read that one well, so expect the yeah. email from us yeah right <laughs> we're coming for you more. buddy <laughs> i need to know more i need um, to know more catholic cyber wow yes let's go and then uh, um, this, the, the author of this one was not a guest, but the publisher was. So uh, Catherine Lundolf, who has uh, uh, Queen of Swords Press, published sure. The Voyages of Sinrak the Dapper, um, <laughs> which is still one of my favorite covers of all time with uh, 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 the little capybara uh, yeah. pirate dude. Um, so, yeah, um, oh, I, I'm that. sure there were more. Um, oh, yeah. Rashani Choksi, her second Gildas, uh, Gilded Wolves book is also on the locust list so yeah. lots of really great people one that looks really excellent too yet another one uh meg ellison's uh, collection big girl oh um, i didn't see that one i just just saw it i'm looking over the list right now because i realized i must have missed some but yeah she was uh she was at the first multiverse and she is just i love every single thing that she writes she's amazing yeah. so and, and listeners we will have this list available yeah. for you yeah. in show notes absolutely yes, absolutely i just want to be meg when i grow up <laughs> she dresses awesome and she just she's just fabulous i i really Super think cool. she's fantastic um uh, uh, riot baby by tochi onyabuchi mm -hmm. um is on there as well really good read really okay. good I've got sorry it. i'll stop like running down this list going like hey no, look at fine. this hey look at this <laughs> there really is a ton of great stuff on there though um and if you're if you look at the list and you're overwhelmed just click back to this point in this episode and we'll tell you which ones to start with we just yeah. did there yes. you go. We yes. did. You're and welcome. If you need help, it was I'll, planned. I'll, I'll read. I'll read the first chapters to you. <gasps> if you oh, need help, of, of, of I've been trying teachings. to get Rob to read <laughs> like bedtime stories and record them because I like his voice and he won't do it. But he's I'm gonna, gonna do read it. All. I'm gonna do it. Fine. I, I, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I've 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 decided that I need to to do it. Yes. Yes. Okay. I've, I've thought about this for like two weeks now, and. I've been trying to figure out a way to do it. I'm still not super, I'm not a professional at sound recording. Um, everybody who's listened to these podcasts can tell that I, because <laughs> I, I do all the editing, and everything for them. But uh, I'm going to do that and, and then I'm going to see how it sounds. We should awesome. get some, uh, some narrators on here to tell us what that whole thing is. <laughs> oh, actually, I would love to do that. You know, Shannon um, does some of her own. So I've just listened to her entire Wayward Children um series on chirp actually um and uh at least two or three of the books she narrates herself okay so we can talk to sean mary robinette coel yeah though yeah i think having some i think i'd be real interested personally to know like just how the process works how do they train what are some of the you know yep. yeah, we, we should not be discussing this openly with everybody listening because someone's gonna steer i'm just kidding i'm kidding Hopefully all of we'll you competing podcasters, we know you're all listening to us because we're scary. You really. pirates. Like, we must be 
Um, DL Wainwright, they do voiceover work. Um, so oh, okay. that's another, yeah. That's oh, something that's I don't know. And it's one of those things where I don't feel like I know a ton about it, but I'd like to know more. So maybe we yeah. Yeah. We need to have some narrators on and we need to have yeah. some voice actors. Yeah. And we also yeah. need suggestions from people who listen to us about what you would like to know more about, whether it's uh, comics or voice acting or right. whatever. You know, we, we love suggestions from folks who listen and tell us what you're looking for, what you want and, to hear from us. And suggestions of what you want me to read. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> please make it awesome, guys. Come on, give him something good. Come up with something. Good. Come up with it. Email us and I'll read it. As long as it's like about like potato vampires. Oh my god, <laughs> Chuck Tingle, write a that's right, write, yes, write a book about erotic potato erotic vampires. potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta see if we can get him to do that. Yeah. I'll read it. I'll <laughs> read it. Mention is that uh, even though there have been a few positive mentions of Chirp so far on the show, right. uh, they are not a sponsor of ours, but they should be. Hit us up. Right. This, right. this is true. This is true. Hey, call hey, us. I yeah, call us. Give us a call. Send us an email. I'll, I'll I'll read some advertisements for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and you're getting it organically from me already. Already. So yeah. yeah. We were um, already, doing, already doing the work for you. So we're gonna need right. that back. If yeah. if anyway. Chuck if if Chuck if Chuck writes it, I'll read it. I'll I'll play one of the parts and and read it. And but I'll do it for charity. I'll like. All right. Oh, that'd be great. Sentient potato spud is my <laughs> backroom bud <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, check out Chuck Tingle. <laughs> Everyone should always check out Chuck Tingle. <laughs> greatest anyway. author and two-time Hugo Award nominee. Uh, that's as right. As put on all of his book covers. He does. Speaking of which, that's another thing to use right now. Yeah, yeah. For, for folks that may not know is um, nominations for the Hugo Awards are currently open. Oh, um, sure. the way that those work is if you were a member, um, when I say member, that's like you purchased a membership. If you were a member of, uh, the 2020 world con in New Zealand, um, or if you purchased your 2021 membership by December 31st of 2020, uh, in either one of those scenarios, you are eligible to nominate and vote for the Hugo awards. Um, there are several different categories and you can nominate up to, I think six works per category. Um, it's either five, it may be five words. I think it's anyway, five. It's five. Yeah. And then I think that the, the way they choose who are the nominees, the finalists is in each category, I believe it is the six, um, who got the most, um, nominations, nominations. Yeah. on the nominees slash finalists. So if you are a, uh, Worldcon member, those are now available. Uh, you can go to the Discon three website, um, and, or just, you know, Google it, you'll find it. Or we'll put a link in there too, and you can uh, you can nominate for the Hugos now. Um, they uh, when I was doing like I, I did my um, nominations and everything already, but I didn't. Some of the categories I wasn't that familiar with, so um, I wanted to let everybody know there are places you can go to find out what's eligible. There are a couple of people who curate this information every year and collect it. Cat Rambo does it, um, and AC Wise. Uh, have great lists of, of what's available what's or what's eligible for nomination. There's also a spreadsheet. I yeah. think this is linked through ACY's site. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but we'll put, we'll put links in the show notes. So there'll be a link in there to the spreadsheet where you can look in each category, see what's eligible. Um, that helped me out a lot because I, there are eligibility criteria, you know, like it has to have some, in some categories, it's like, it must've been published within this time frame. Um, 
So knowing what's eligible is very helpful. Anyway, if you're interested in the Hugo's nominations are open now, we'll put some stuff in the show notes, links to where you can go to find out who's eligible for nomination and you can fill those out and get them submitted and be part of the, the 2021 Hugo's or technically the 2020 Hugo's, right? Right. They're um, awards for 2020 at the right. 2021 yes. <laughs> Which right. may or may not happen in person and may or may right. not happen in the summer. <laughs> right. So that's, that's another thing is a lot of people are curious about the convention scene right now. If we wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I say one other thing about the, the Hugo oh, stuff yeah. though? Um, just, just really quickly, if you don't know of, of something for category, you actually don't have to fill out every category. You don't have to fill, you know, five, things for every category on there. You could just fill out the ones that you feel strongly about or know about or that sort of thing. And also the lists, while very, very good, are not comprehensive. So um, if you know somebody who's written something or produced something or, you know, whatever, ask them. Um, generally, people will know if their stuff is, is eligible, um, which, you know, we, we are eligible. So if, if you guys are interested and so. like what we're doing <laughs> we wouldn't mind a, fa a, a best fan cast um award that'd be super cool we as glitchy pancakes yeah yeah oh we are we're, that's right you're absolutely right yeah. I yeah, we think, are i think the criteria for podcasts is it must have produced uh, at least four episodes during the calendar year uh so we did we did 30 in six months so i think we're definitely able to <laughs> that count at least yeah. Um, I'm trying to be trying to be coy here. <laughs> are we really? <laughs> um, Both for us. Oh, that was oh, that was weird. That's yeah, right. sorry. We need those nominations. Off, Rob. <laughs> I just stop. I just stop drinking in these waters. <laughs> but yes, back to the convention scene. <laughs> yes. yeah. What have you guys seen so far this year? Oh. Uh, well, it's, it's a little different than last year because it was last year it was just the uh, it was kind of a, a bloodbath uh, in the yeah. in the mid to late spring and suddenly it was just like okay everything's done for the year. Um, it's still you know jury's still out on whether uh, it, it seems like most people believe that if any conventions are going to happen this year, then fall is going to be the earliest mm -hmm. that they can happen. Um, there are some that are hoping for late summer. Um, I know that's typically Worldcon is usually in August and there are a couple of our local Atlanta conventions that are looking at, you know, maybe moving to August that are typically in the spring. Mm -hmm. um, is it, everybody's got to wait and see what happens. You know, like we're, we're in October, so we're, we got to wait until we're a little closer to time and just see, you know, the, the, the rate of daily vaccinations is going up and the, hopefully that's going to, we're going to start seeing the payoff of that soon. And, you know, the, I mean, for, for our part, of course, it's all going to be what, what we do in person or online or whatever is going to be 100% based on what, whether or not it's safe. So yep. hopefully all the other conventions are taking that same approach. And there's just there's no way to know right now. I, I feel very, very uh, uncertain that any spring conventions are going to happen. That's mm -hmm. uh, that does not seem likely. Um yeah, I, I just was, was glancing through some of our uh, friends' cons, and uh, 221B has moved to virtual. Um, they typically take place at the beginning of April, so yeah. we definitely will not have um, enough by then. I believe, um, you know, I'm not seeing announcements on a couple of other conventions pages, so I'm not going to 
right uh, make Honestly, guesses yeah i'm not gonna speculate on what everyone else is doing so yeah yeah i don't want to sound like a uh, like a worry wart but um i see stuff opening up um yeah. and, and safely um and i see you know things getting kind of back to normal but as far as like large large gatherings like like dragon con and those Oh gosh, just, the mega cons, yeah. Yeah, I just can't see how logistically safely mm-hmm. it could work if we're not like 80% at 80%. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Totally. And even with even with that, even with that, the newer strains of the virus mm-hmm. that uh, hold tighter bonds mm-hmm. um is out there. So, and we don't know how the vaccinations to maybe and, a, and maybe a third booster or whatever mm-hmm. is going to actually help fight that off. So we're kind of just, we're in familiar, familiar territory. We're in familiar waters, but it's still shark infested. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We can't, it's in, in, in the water is still salt water. So we're out in the sun and we can't drink, but we're close to sure. We know the waters and we got like, it's it's a, it's it, we're going to be ice skating uphill uphill for a bit. <laughs> yeah, but, that's a good way to put it. And but I think if and this is the key. The key is that if we all do the basic little small things mm-hmm. that we need to do that we've been told to do since we were in kindergarten to wash our hands and things like that of that nature. And the, the, you know, we shoes, shirt, pants, jeans, hat, then a mask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, staying away from people, you know, being smart about it when you do visit people, just, you know, thinking. Yep. Uh, we can, we can, we can get it maybe next year. Maybe, you know, I want to be, in, I want to be optimistic, but it's difficult to be optimistic when humans are the X factor. Um, especially after what we watched last year, like I think that's that's definitely cast a, a certain pall of pessimism right. over everything after watching how everybody handled it mm-hmm. in twenty twenty. But what's unfortunate yeah. is that most people that go to the cons, most of quote unquote our people, are doing what they need to do. It's the people that are not that usually throw a, a you know a wrench in the cog system. Right, the people so, that are responsible are, are right. suffering through staying at home because everyone else is is not doing that and just yeah it's but anyway that's uh, as far as how that, yes. that affects the the convention scene right now it's just all up in the air probably it the is. spring cons are done there are not a lot of summer cons in the first place you may see some spring cons try to push back till later in the summer mm-hmm. like august or something you may see some folks try to reschedule for fall and we're just we're monitor everything closely as far as uh, you know we're we're mid-october so we uh, we're, we're crossing all our fingers and toes in the hope that uh We'll get up to a high vaccination rate. People will be relatively responsible, and it'll be safe to, you know, get a get a small gang of people together to have a good time in person. Uh, but all over around, we're just we're hoping at this point, and of course, we'll keep everybody updated on our particular one and and on the other conventions in the scene too. You know, as we hear about them. Well, I, w- I want everything to go back to to kicking. I want I want everything back. I want everything some back to somewhat you know normal. You know, to to what yep. we had. I know things are not going to be that way. Um, I know people's jobs are just going to be totally different now, and you know, industries are going to completely change and have changed. But I want 
you know, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm preparing for the worst. Yeah. And the worst would just and the worst would just be us not being able to go do the things that we would like to do. That's the for worst. For a little bit longer, yeah. For a little bit longer. That's the worst. It's not bad. And I can I'm tell not, you, we had a blast with the virtual convention last year. Right. And if it ends up having to really happen this year, we're going to do it even better. And it'll be even more fun than last time. I mean, it's, the, the, worst, the worst case scenario as far as conventions go is not even that bad. We'll still have a good time with it. And when yeah. it does become safe again, then we'll all get back together in person and see many of you who are listening to this right now <laughs> in person, hopefully. Yeah, um, actually something that, so so for people who, who don't know, um, uh, Jesse and I are the chairs of Multiverse Convention here in Atlanta, and Rob is one of our founding members, um, and I think may have actually given us the original idea for the name. Am I right in that? I don't remember where the, uh, I'd have to think back through that to, to remember okay. who said the word for it first. Okay. Okay. Um, this was before I knew Rob guys. So no, <laughs> talking. That's, I know it sounded really weird, but, um, anyway, so, uh, I'm also in a very weird place in my life right now where all I do, I'm really not kidding is create art. I've made like five paintings while we've been on here. Um, dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's so cathartic. Um, but we were having a conversation on, we have a Friday night Zoom call, um, which is open to anyone who likes to come and hang out and talk about nerdy stuff generally. Um, and someone mentioned that at the next conventions that we have, that we need um, uh, buttons or something that says whether or not a person is a hugger. Because right. people who are huggers are hug starved right now. Um, yep. As a hugger, I can absolutely tell you that I'm hug starved. And um, so, you know, if you don't want to get tackle hugged, it would really <laughs> behoove you to put something between me and your person. Um, so uh, if you guys have other ideas of things that would be awesome at a convention like that, um, let us know about those too. Cause uh, you know, we've considered doing the, I do or don't like being photographed, those sorts of things, but anyway, mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That, that's, that is really helpful stuff. Like we, we really do whenever people send us, we've had sometimes people will send us suggestions and, and, and they're, they'll be hesitant and say, well, I don't really know <laughs> if they would care or not. And then like, before they know it, we're like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> and yeah, we, we really care. <laughs> yeah. We, we tend to surprise people quite a bit with, uh, with how much we actually, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. It doesn't yeah. matter where it came from. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if you, if you have thoughts on conventions or podcasts and what you can, you know, what we can yeah. do to make any of it more entertaining, we actually do read the emails and we actually do, you know, take into account good ideas and we'll, we'll give you credit if it was your idea. So yes, we do. Absolutely. Uh, well, are y'all uh, all about good to go for this week? Any uh, any other major news we want to share or anything like that? I don't yeah, personally I don't so. have any major news. All the news that everybody's getting, they're getting it from different places. Uh, any news has come from me personally doesn't really <laughs> qualify for anybody else. But um, uh, the biggest news that I have is I'm excited that we're back and we're getting some stuff done and um waiting for for more i'm excited that they're going to be able to talk to more people and and, and yep. get their voices out there yes Absolutely. we will be coming your way with new episodes and topics and guests and all that stuff 
Um, we uh, just a quick note on I think if you notice the uh, the episode numbers, if anyone pays attention to those, we'll probably start. We'll do it like TV style. So if you see this one come out as episode two hundred one, that's uh, you know year two episode <laughs> one. Uh, so. You didn't miss sixty episodes. <laughs> <I> promise. <laughs> <laughs> that Holy crap! Twenty twenty eight sixty episodes. How could they? <laughs> we also may have. Uh, it will update this on our on our and elsewhere uh, if we do we may um may have a little bit of merch available for you sometime relatively soon we may start um we're, we still haven't um made any particular efforts to you know find sponsorship or anything like that none of us are huge fans of advertisements but um you know we do we have some we have a few ongoing expenses so we may uh add a little something like a you know paypal donation button or something like that if anyone wanted to throw a few dollars our way just to cover costs uh, right. but again we'll we'll update on the the twitter and facebook if that you know if we decide to do that um speaking of which follow us at glitchy pancakes on uh twitter you can find us there on facebook and um that's mostly where we are as far as social media the the whole catalog of episodes is at glitchypancakes.com or whatever podcast app you use um and you can find me on twitter at jesse underscore a underscore adams uh what about you rob where can people find you you can find me on twitter uh, currently at EI Blackout. That's I A I B L A C K O U T. Uh, I won't be able to use Facebook for another two hours, so because I'm in jail. But um, <laughs> you can find me there on Twitter. And uh, where can we find you, Allie? Uh, you can find me most places on the internet at. Excuse me. <laughs> at that, you have to spell that noise. Good luck. Um, new dolphin noises. <laughs> yes um no uh (laughs) at alley 911 it's a-l-l-i-e 911 um pretty much anywhere um but to be quite honest i'm kind of a golem right now and i'm hiding in my basement painting things so, we all are. Yes. We all are, Allie. That's what we're, we're all I wish you guys basement. could all hide in my basement with me. <laughs> that would be so much more fun. But only, you know, like, if I don't want to talk to you, you have to go over there. <laughs> to the corner you go. She's That's banishing right. you, you have to the banished. other side of the basement. Except <sighs> Rob, because he's got to read me stories. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm feeling like your basement, you know, your basement of golems might be a little bit restrictive uh, for my taste, but <laughs> give it a shot because I feel like I, I feel like I can contribute at the very least. I can bring you paint supplies. That's a freaking lootly. <laughs> and I'll uh, only, y'all don't understand. I'll, I'm going to go broke over paint supplies. <laughs> someone's going to ask me to read the Star Report. I know they are. God. <laughs> no. Here's this phone book and make it sexy, Rob. <laughs> read it. I'm going to read it like a William Buckley. Office is shit. Just, I know everything. Well, if, uh, if you'll do want to email us suggestions or comments or anything like that, um, as we have uh, been requesting that you do at will, um, send them to cakespod, C-A-K-E-S-P-O-D, at Gmail. That's where you can get straight through to us or on social media. And I guess that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, We are happy to be talking to you again after that break. We'll be back on our regular schedule shortly. And uh, tune in next week for a little more. And we will see you then. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. Peace Uh, out. Have a good time.